So a couple Fridays ago, before the whole world changed, I was going through a typical Friday in Lent here at Sacred Heart, and I had had the Stations of the Cross at noon, and I don't remember, it might have been the same day that I had the Stations of the Cross in the morning with the school, and then had Stations of the Cross at 7 p.m. in Spanish. And as I went around in this third time of the day of celebrating the Stations of the Cross, which is beautiful and one of my favorite devotions to get to lead, when I got to the third station, the Jesus Falls the first time, and I went to genuflect that first time, all of a sudden, my hamstring went crazy. Like, it was just excruciating me. And from then on, I mean, when I would genuflect and kneel, I was just in pain for much of the stations of the cross. And so, you know, we celebrate stations at 7 p.m. on Fridays, typically, once again, before the world changed. And when I got done with the stations at like 7.40, went back, took off my vestments, I hurried up and went to CVS. I bought a tube of Icy Hot I applied it to my leg, put on some pajamas, and was watching Planet Earth by a little bit before 9 p.m. I have an incredible social life, and on Friday nights, let me tell you, it's exciting stuff. I bring that up. Why? Because, well, first of all, I was injured doing the Stations of the Cross. Hamstring's fine now, by the way. I don't know what was going on. But the reason why I tell you that is this gospel in particular really hits me hard today. When it describes the man as there was a man there who had been ill for 38 years, not to let you into all sorts of personal details besides my weak hamstring, I'm 38 years old. And so when I look at this and think about that 38 years, and I'll tell you, I didn't take the time this morning to look and to see what the church fathers have to say about the symbolism of 38 years. I'll just tell you personally, it kind of hits home a little bit more than normal. And the reason I say that, I know from many of our parishioners who are very typically, let's just say, a little bit older than I am. You know, I hear all the time about how young I am, but I will say, at 38, I'm starting to feel less young. I'm occasionally getting injured leading the stations of the cross. I've noticed that when I like to go out on my day off and go running, I can't run as fast as I used to. I can walk quite a bit more, and I still kind of go the same distance. But let me tell you, I'm not increasing on speed. Now, I could probably, you know, devote more time to it in this. But as I've heard many times from a lot of people, it's like once you hit 40, things start to go downhill. That, you know, it's not as though you recover like you used to. That basically you start to hit this realization that your body you know, has an expiration date, let's say. I will tell you one other thing as an aside. One of my most uplifting moments in the last week and a half was I had an already scheduled home visit to a new parishioner who's 98 years old. And he was complaining that until he was 94, he was doing at least 50 push-ups every day and 70 every other day. And he said that it's just so annoying that now, since he's moved beyond 94, he has to do girl push-ups every day. I apologize for anyone who's offended by that, but he's complaining that he's just slowing down at 98. And just as an aside, the same gentleman kept insisting that I smoke a cigar with him 
which he has done every day and credits his long life to that, which also reminds me of the joke from uh, good old Norm MacDonald on Weekend Update with Saturday Night Live when uh, George Burns passed away at 100. He said, it just goes to show you kids, smoking kills. Which is funny because we just don't know when it comes to physical health, right? And when you look at this gospel today and Jesus says to the man who's been ill for 38 years, do you want to be well? Notice he doesn't really answer Jesus's question. You know, sir, I have no one to put me in the pool. When the water is stirred up, while I'm on my way, someone else gets down there before me. He's so focused on what he thinks is like the way to his happiness, which even if someone does put him in the, in the pool, let's say, you know, even when he is made physically well, it's not as though that's the end goal of his whole life. And he proves it so quickly. And the fact that, you know, this guy is kind of waffling all over the place. And Jesus comes back to tell him, don't sin so that nothing worse may happen to you. The same is absolutely true for each and every one of us. Our health has an expiration date. That gentleman I saw the other day who's 98 is wonderful, and I love spending time with him. But it's not because of the push-ups that he does. It's because he's a very happy man who is enjoyable to spend time with, who told me a lot about his wife who just passed away two years ago and was embarrassed that he can't do it without coming to tears. And I told him, it's beautiful. They were married for 62 years. That is beautiful. That is the good thing to strive for. That is the wellness that we're all hoping for. The wellness that speaks into eternity. The wellness that Jesus Christ has come to give us. Look at his example. He lived on this earth, fully man, fully divine, for 33 years. Was he utterly concerned with his physical health? No. We're surrounded by what? The stations of the cross, where I tell you about merely pulling a hamstring. My brother said, you know, Jesus didn't complain along the way, and I had to respond, I wasn't complaining, I was just telling you how old I'm getting. You know, ultimately, it's not about just physical health. Now, don't get me wrong, we can say it as, as an aside, is our physical health important? Of course it is. And do we have to abide by common sense and, you know, not sneeze on each other and whatever else? Yes, of course. All those things are important, but I will say, I've been careful not to say in our letters to the parish that our health is, you know, our health and safety is the number one priority, because while those are important, they're not the number one priority. When Jesus says to you, do you want to be well? Do you want to be saved? Do you want to become a saint? Because as the Patrick Coffin show, which I listen to very frequently, often when I'm running on my day off, concludes every single time, be a saint. What else is there? That's what lasts for all time. We know that our physical health will come to an end. The healthiest among us will eventually die. But what we have to stay focused on when our Lord says, do you want to be well? Ultimately, that's about shedding sin. It's about letting go of those things that separate us from him and from one another, that separate us from doing the greatest of the commandments, loving him with our whole heart, our whole soul, our whole mind, our whole strength, and our neighbor as ourselves. It's when we do those that we'll find true and lasting happiness. This particular time is almost like, I think in some ways, the Tower of Babel 
we see all of these structures around us that keep us comfortable and give us all this convenience. Yes, are they nice to have? Of course. But are they of the utmost importance? Are they invincible? No. But what is most important is our love of Jesus Christ. And even more important than that, his love for us. Recognize that. Know that he is in our midst all the time. That he does not leave us behind. And pray as we will at the end of every one of these spiritual communions, which is so beautiful. Lord, never permit me to be separated from you. We have this unique time of fasting, of being away from him, yes. Is it ultimately just so that we just physically? Make sure that at this time, your spiritual health, your striving to shed sin is ultimately what's most important. As I've learned as a 38-year-old, my hamstrings won't last forever. I'm slowing down as I run. I know I have God willing, many more years of being able to go outside and run, I hope. But in the interim, what's most important, because tomorrow's not guaranteed to any of us, but we do know is we have eternal souls. Stay close to him who comes to us and asks that question of each one of us, do you want to be well? Do you want to be saved? Do you want to be in love with Jesus Christ? He offers us from the depths of his most sacred heart, his love to us. When he says to you, do you want this love? Say yes. Say yes with all you have. Focus on him and ask for that grace to get up, to take up your cross and to follow him today and every day. Praise be Jesus Christ, now and forever.